the sun setting over Barcelona, and we poured ourselves a couple of beers from the tap. Grab one for yourself. It's time to unwind, step back from the day-to-day, and talk a little about life in the age of analytics. Welcome to the Vendo Terrace. Welcome back to the Vendo Terrace, everyone. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, risk. It's a topic that's been on front of mind for everybody lately. And so joining me here in the studio are Tari and Clay. Guys, welcome. Hi, buddy. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How's everything there in sunny Barcelona? Everything's good. It's a little bit rainy. It's a little bit cold. It seems like fall is here. Awesome. Awesome. So we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about risk today. It seems like uh, everybody's talking about risk lately, huh? Yeah, everybody. I think it's the most important topic that there is in billing right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's one of those things where if you if you get it wrong, I mean, this is something that's that's business threatening. It's uh, doing this wrong is a big deal. Well, now let's talk about what um, you know the changes that have happened. That are there to cause everybody to uh, to start talking about it, and then maybe we can talk about some of the solutions that we've been working on. Absolutely. So basically, what happened and why everybody's talking about it is, some months ago, um, Visa Europe decided to apply the same thresholds than Visa uh, in the United States, which would mean that uh, if in the past you were able to run your business under two percent cashback ratios. Right now, you have to be on the 1%. So yeah. they basically cut in half the margin you had to uh, absorb chargebacks. And that has represented a huge challenge for a lot of companies that were um, maximizing their profit by going or running their business at 1.5, 1.6%. Right, 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 right. And that's a, that's a, a, a big change. I mean, like, that's, a, that's, a lot of different, uh, that's a lot of different things you have to implement to try to keep... To, to get back that little bit that you were over and then actually get under that 1%. That's a lot of work. It, it has been a big challenge because a lot of this revenue that those companies were getting um, were basically the bulk of their profit. Right. So suddenly many of these, of these companies saw themselves by having to cut the, change the way they were doing business and, uh, and keep being profitable. And right. uh, that's not easy, especially if you have only some months to adapt. Uh, and that that is what has happened. All right, so let's let's talk a little bit about uh, the approaches that uh, that you know that we're taking, and maybe that other people are taking too, and uh, uh, to to solving this risk riddle. Yeah, well, so the real challenge that everyone's facing is that you're walking a knife's edge. So if you if you take on too much risk, if you have too many chargebacks, you'll have. Uh, fines, punitive fines that can put you out of business. If you, if you block too many transactions, so let's say you're, you have a single-minded focus on, on excluding any potentially risky transaction. If you go too far in that direction, you don't make enough money to be functional as a business. Right. So your revenue takes a hit, you can't, uh, you can't be profitable, you can't go out and buy traffic. So you really have a very small sweet spot that you need to hit. And when you look at the tools, the way that you measure the effectiveness of the tools is how good are they at letting in good transactions and excluding bad transactions? That's really the measure that you have for the tools. Right, right, right. And so 
when when you're trying to to solve, I mean, this was something that was a fairly manual process uh, solving risk in the past. Um, but we've taken a different approach to that. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about the uh, the approach that we've taken? Sure. Yeah. So traditional billers, um, which most of our clients have had a relationship of some kind with a traditional biller, the ones that have been around, you know, started in the '90s. What they were really doing. Uh, and what they're still doing today is trying to identify patterns. Um, so they have a risk analyst or they have a programmer who sees a pattern like, oh, there are lots of chargebacks in France. And then what they do is they write an algorithm to say, when you see a, a French transaction, you should block it or refund it because if we have too many of those transactions, then we're going to go over the risk limits. Right. So it was humans identifying these patterns uh, in data, and then writing algorithms, writing programs to block or refund these transactions. That's the old approach. Those are the old risk tools, let's say. So that worked okay when you had a 2% limit. Right. With a 1% limit, that those tools end up blocking way too many good transactions. Uh, and they really put people out of business. So that's the challenge with the old risk tools. And so it really has a challenge. Uh, it really is a challenge to the way that humans are, the way that our minds work, the way that we're able to process information, and identify patterns is really limited. And machines are much better, particularly um, in the last, let's say in the recent history, machines have gotten much better at identifying patterns. And you've seen that in all sorts of different areas. You've seen that in uh, self-driving cars that are much safer than uh, humans that right. drive cars. You've seen it in, um, in AIs that learn video games and within a day are playing the video game much better than anyone who's ever uh, played it, any master uh, level player. Um, there are a couple of games, famous examples like Jeopardy, uh, Go, Chess, back in the 90s. Right. Uh, these games involve recognizing patterns, and machines have demonstrated their superiority at recognizing patterns uh, for quite a while and, and in a number of different areas. So it makes a lot of sense to use AI for this application because it really is about recognizing patterns and figuring out which transaction is going to be good and which transaction is going to be bad. Yeah. So you, you can look at all tools uh, as agents looking at spreadsheets and trying to screen 200 to 250 transactions a day. <clears throat> or you can see a machine being able to identify risk trends in milliseconds. Right. That's yeah. the huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. And this is something that, that you know we've been working on for for several years now, and this isn't something that we, we just jumped into. We've been, we've been working with artificial intelligence and we've been working with machine learning to, you know, to, to build out our, our pricing software. We've been, we've been uh, working on this for a while, so it was, uh, it was a little bit easier for us to, to turn our attention to this and, and solve this particular riddle. Exactly. Yeah, we started three years ago uh, with artificial intelligence for risk, and the reason that we did that is that we wanted to let in more good transactions with the 2% limit. And it's just fantastic luck that we had started so long ago that we'd been testing, proving, making sure that it's been working. 
um, during that period because had we not, I mean, that would be starting from scratch now and trying, I mean, it would still take us three years to get to where we are. Right. And, uh, and you have to collect data during that time, which uh, you need data over time to identify chargeback trends. Unfortunately, we, we have tons of that data, which is really in the right format for the AI. Yeah, absolutely. So where do you think uh, the risk tools go from here? Well, I think the machines learn and get better and better. So with, with more time and with more data, and then also with our, our, um, our AI team, uh, the people on the team, uh, learning how to, tweak, uh, how to tweak the system, how to, um, how to help it learn, um, we're going to get, get better and better. I think, I think that there's a limit to, to where you can end up um, because some of it is just unpredictable. Um, right, you don't right. know exactly why some people will, will charge back, but for a large number you do. And so the way that we're thinking about it here in, in the office is how many, what percentage of, of transactions do we need to block to get a reduction of in chargeback ratio of 50%? So let's say someone's at a 1.5% chargeback ratio. They need to be at 0.75 to be comfortable. So that's half their chargebacks need to go. What percentage of their, of their transactions would we need to uh, reject, um, so not let in, or refund? And what we've seen with, with the AI is that it's able to reject and refund far fewer Transactions, which means right. more good transactions go through, which means companies can be profitable as they go under the limit. And uh, we've seen the AI make uh, generate results which are just much, much better than anything the old risk tools were ever were ever able to do. So. Yeah. And that that may be the difference between a profitable company and a company that is not profitable right now. Right. Right. Absolutely. All right, gentlemen. I really appreciate you taking the time to come uh, unwind this topic for us. Thanks, buddy. Thank you.